All right. Good morning, Daily Dosers. How's everybody doing? So good to see you. Uh, I trust everybody had a really fun Halloween. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, Going to get Mech up here as my amazing co-host. GM, GM. It is November 1st, everybody. So exciting. GM, Mech, how was uh, your Halloween? Um, It wasn't very Halloween. It was great, but it, oh. I, I, I didn't... Halloween. <laughs> oh my God. I did that on Saturday. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I feel like if anybody could just rock a Halloween outfit, it'd be you though. So you know what? You know. I didn't I didn't costume this year. I told Betty maybe next year. And the only thing that I <laughs> be is Rita Repulsa. <laughs> okay, I like it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so everybody, I promised you I would show you pics. Uh and so my GM this morning was me. And the misses as Bert and Mary Poppins, and you know what? It was a lot of fun. So, I uh, uh, Jill made the outfit. She absolutely crushed it. I just went to H and M and bought some grubby clothes and uh, rubbed coal on them. That's that was me. So, all right, <laughs> thanks, Mac. Let's get a couple more people up on stage. Uh, good morning, Josh. How you doing? What's up, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Daily Dose. Good to see you. Uh, what? Welcome to the voice of DeFi. Cool. Thank you for welcoming me. Last night I implemented the dad tax and I took about 15% of all candy that was obtained. So <laughs> I, I like that. It's funny because I use the word dad tax all the time. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. That's my bite. It's the dad tax. So glad to know I'm not alone there. No, I stand with you in dad taxation. <laughs> like it. Um, welcome up. We've got some other folks. John, how you doing? Hey, GM, GM. Good. How you doing? I saw the. Uh, oh no, your audio is terrible. Your audio, oh, is your it, audio is these, terrible. You like in the shower? No, these new AirPods. I don't know. Maybe it'll maybe it'll take a second to reconnect. I don't know. John, don't you like have like you know about Apple? Come on, all right, <laughs> get out of here and cu and come back with better audio, okay? <laughs> all right, I'll try to rejoin. Right. I appreciate that. All right, uh, welcome up, Mintify. Good to see y'all. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. How are you? Good morning. Yeah, doing great. All right. Um, well, let's get cranking, everybody. We've got a fun show, uh, lots to cover, some interesting discussion points. I've got a giveaway uh, uh, to announce. Um, you got to be here in the room to to win that. So uh, make sure you're here. <laughs> if, if you're here, make sure you're here. <laughs> um, and uh, we've also got some fun news and interesting news to talk about. Got a nerd alert coming your way. Um, all sorts of stuff gonna gonna be happening today. I'm really excited. Uh, let's get uh, let's get good old Gene up here. I appreciate his commentary. Uh, we'll get Clemente up here as well, um, and Restivo. Hopefully, Restivo's not at the doctor today. Um, if he is, we're gonna kick him out again. So, <laughs> Restivo, are you at the doctor again? <laughs> GM, GM. I am healthy. Uh, I have a, okay, I have a uh, this will be my 12th year in a row running the New York City Marathon, and I thought it was all over on Sunday night because I couldn't walk, and yesterday I got the best news ever. So I am I am dapper and happy despite a very strange day yesterday, which I'm sure we'll get into. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're happy and healthy, and congrats on, on basically doing something that's bonkers, which is running, what is it, 26 miles? Like, that's just not normal. Um, and I don't know if I should congratulate you or tell you I'm sorry. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna keep moving here. So, all right, everybody, 
Uh, I want to say hi to some of my amazing friends in the audience, which is all of you. Um, Christine, always good to see you. Ed, good to see you. Ed Balloon, great artist. Frenchie's here. Uh, my good friend and amazing artist, Gossamer, is here. I've got exciting things coming out there. I'm going to scroll all the way to the bottom to make sure you all don't feel left out. Uh, LW8, good to see you. Um, Sorbit Box, thanks for stopping by as always. Uh, Consider Chaos, thanks for coming by. Really appreciate you. Um, who else? Let's uh, to the moon, five two five dot ether. I'm gonna follow you back. Thanks for coming by. Um, let's say hi to Pops. Pops, how you doing? Gonna follow you back. Um, let's go all the way to the bottom here. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. All right. Uh, how about Buck Toshi? Thanks for coming by. Kate Cooks, good to see you. Nice Martian uh, Premier League. Did a little sweep just a couple minutes ago. Grabbed a bunch of a bunch more Martian Premier Leagues. So there's that. All right. Good to see everybody. Totally appreciate you being here. Uh, uh, Mech is already on the ball and, and pinning tweets. Um, totally appreciate that. Um, I think Twitter's being weird and I can't see the uh, post about this space, but I would appreciate if you all could retweet um, the post about this space. Let's get as many people in here as we can, as many friends as we can. Um, let's just uh, build that daily doser community. Appreciate it. Um, I feel have- like the... Uh- comments is not showing up for me I, yeah, I, I see the comment there's only one though so oh, now there's nine boom so maybe uh uh comment maybe you, uh, get out of here and come back mac i don't know it's, okay, it's cool. weird yeah. all right so everybody let's keep cranking today um we have amazing co-op art from jeremy fall i'm really excited to release that today so stay tuned for the clues uh, if you want to understand what we're doing, POAPs and why it matters, um, Mecca's going to uh, pin a, a tweet about the POAPs and how they work. Um, let's get into the Mintify Market Daily Report. Um, we have an amazing sponsor named Mintify. Um, I was using their tool for ages, and uh, they then came inbound and said, Hey, um, we would love to sponsor the show. And I was like, Great, because every day we need a, a quality market report. So, uh, hopefully you could do that. And they agreed. So uh, they're going to read out their markets uh, daily report. In case you haven't come across Mintify, it's essentially an NFT terminal for pro traders. It's got multi-chain aggregation analytics. It's got a trading terminal. You can actually use their super node for faster transactions. It's got one click allow list. It's just great. Um, it, their discord's packed with things like pre-mint raffles, there's uh, also a deeply, uh, sorry, a weekly deep dive report. So awesome tool. Uh, Matt, can you hear me? Are you here? I think it's being weird. Let me remove you and then we'll get you back. Requested. Let's add you. Twitter is being really helpful today. Boom. Okay. Just to make sure, can you all hear me? <laughs> Am I alone? Yeah, we got you. Okay, good. <laughs> you never know. It's like all of a sudden you could just be alone uh, talking to yourself. Um, so let's keep cranking. I think uh, Mech is, again, our co-host, and she's probably going to start pinning amazing tweets. So appreciate that. So Mintify, over to you for the Daily Market Report. Great. Good morning, and thank you. Uh, let me start off by saying you can go to mintify.xyz and sign up for a free trial. Uh, so the 24-hour market volume, 13.18 mil, the highest sale. Basie, 92.70 for 95 ETH. Top three collections based on sales. Enter the hash first, two and a half K sales, 0.235 ETH for price. Halloween Popple, 1.75 K sales, four price of 0.047 ETH. And Medieval Monkey, 
1.2K sales, 0.017 ETH floor price. Top three collections based on volume. Art Gobblers, unsurprisingly, uh, for over 14,500 ETH traded. Absolutely insane. 13.9 uh, ETH floor price. Um, I think they did over 14 million uh, US dollars uh, within the first few hours yesterday. Um, Board Ape, uh, 1.9K ETH traded, floor price 69.489. And uh, Hash Blow, which was the end of the Hashverse, 532 ETH traded, 2.235 ETH floor price. Top gainers, Wico Land getting 450% up and the Cheetah, 115% up. Uh, noteworthy market updates, loot boxes are available for Azra, game, uh, Azra Games holders to claim and Guttercat Gang holders of DNA to Gutter Juice may now access the clone machine. All of this while ETH is bouncing up and down currently at about 1575. Thank you very much. Boom. Appreciate it, Five. Thanks for the, the daily report. I love it. It saves me a lot of work <laughs> having to go out and get that myself. So I appreciate you uh, very much. We've got a giveaway now. So so one of you, uh, well, many of you retweeted the Mintify Market Daily Report yesterday to enter to win a lifetime Mintify Pass, uh, which was point, uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, point one eight ETH. Uh, very few listed, so it's a great NFT to have. Gives you lifetime access to the platform. So here we go. We're going to pick a winner, and I'm going to request that that winner comes up on stage um, to accept. Uh, and so I'm hoping that Natasha Malhi is here, username 1-S-T-N-A-T-T-A-S-H-A. Natasha, come on up and grab your, uh, your Mintify Lifetime Pass if you're here. Um, if you're not here, uh, then we're going to call on somebody else. So, Mech, if you could help me watch uh, for her to grab that. Congrats. All right, we're going to do another giveaway. Oh, she's here. Woohoo! All right, let's add a speaker. Connecting. <laughs> Natasha, congratulations. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> love, love the sound of Natasha, are you here? I think you're muted. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. After missing yesterday's <laughs> Pope, while I was on the cash counter, I left everything <laughs> just to grab the Pope and I missed it. <laughs> I well, you won a lifetime Intify uh, <laughs> access pass. So boom, how about that? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I was super sad because the, the art was amazing and i did not know that i'm gonna get lucky today oh my gosh ryan well, thank you so much welcome. mintify oh my gosh i cannot believe it i feel so <laughs> lucky today i made Love sure it. that i do not do any shopping today so i can time it today. <laughs> good, good good work i appreciate you plan your day around the daily dose that, that you know that makes me happy inside so all right well congrats welcome uh feel free to stick around on stage for a minute if you want um Love to have you stay. So congrats and thanks, Mintify, for that. Um, we're going to do another giveaway and call it tomorrow. So if you want to enter uh, to win a lifetime access pass, just retweet uh, the Mintify uh, Market Daily Report, please, and we'll pick one of you tomorrow. You got to be here to win. So, all right, let's keep cranking. Um, it, Twitter's being a little weird, but if you can see the purple comment uh, button in on your iPhone or Android app, please use it. Uh, please talk to us. Uh, we would love to read your comments um, and kind of involve you all in this conversation. Uh, Dennis is asking about Halloween and LW8 saying the weather was nice. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Crystal WR Capital is is saying hello. Really appreciate you all commenting. So keep that coming. And uh, we try to read every comment. 
All right, let's keep going. So uh, next up is the first POAP clue, everybody. All right, get ready. And I'm actually going to post this as a comment so that there's no way. Nope, I'm not going to do that because that means you. Nope, never mind. <laughs> Here's the first comment. Building live, everybody. Here we go. All right, what year did the Nintendo Game Boy come out? Again, what year did the Nintendo Game Boy come out? The answer is you should put it as a four-digit number, like 1855, for example. So uh, hopefully you all can grab that clue. Uh, that is the first clue of two, so stay tuned. Um, and once again, I want to thank Jeremy Fall for the amazing art today. Mac, how are we doing? I think we're doing all right. I don't see comments still, but I think I'm all right. Okay. Yep, the app is being a little weird. I can see them on the website. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, doing my, I'm doing them on my laptop instead. So, yeah, keep those comments coming in if you can. If, if you want, open up um, uh, Twitter on your browser, on your laptop or desktop, and comment there. Um, that would be great. So, all right, yeah, let's I'm keep noticing, going. I'm noticing that it's only letting me comment, but when I click the comment button, it's creating a tweet and not adding to the comment thread. So Great. Thanks, Twitter. Up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to adapt live, y'all, and hopefully this, this will work out. Thanks, John. Um, all right. Let's keep going. We've got our first news item of the day. Uh, OpenSea launches. Uh, uh, that is not the correct word. Um, I, I typed it wrong. One second. Let me. Uh, copy Mint is the word I was looking for. So OpenSea launches Copy Mint detection system, and it covers all trending and badged collections. Uh, we're going to pin that tweet to so you can see how it works. But essentially... Uh, and the video shows them doing this live. Uh, they actually show uh, a quote-unquote scammer trying to create um, a scam NFT and how OpenSea automatically detects it and and delists it immediately. Um, obviously, I think this is great. We need more of this, um, so I'm bullish. But uh, if you have a comment on that as speakers, feel free to pop up your hand and we can uh, chit-chat a little bit about that. Or, or this is probably just a, yay, this is good news. Let's move on. All right. We're, yep. Everyone likes it. All right. We're going to keep moving. Let's go. All right. <laughs> uh, next piece of news is uh, GameStop officially launches an NFT marketplace. Y'all, I think this is this is big and I'm excited about this. Um, so here's a little quote uh, from the press release. GameStop's marketplace will offer assets for immutable X games such as Gods Unchained, Guild of Guardians, Immortal Game, and Alluvium, and more. Essentially, all Web3, uh, the Web3 games that are on Immutable X are going to be on this NFT platform. All transactions will forego fees and offer carbon neutral minting using Immutable X's Ethereum scaling solution. Um, I think this is really interesting. We're going to do a little Twitter poll uh, to see what you all think about uh, uh, Layer 2 and what's going on here. Uh, who's got thoughts or comments uh, about uh, this news from GameStop? Pop up your hand, Restivo. I see you. Go ahead. So I think this is, it's obviously great to see GameStop um, fulfilling on the promises they made and launching a marketplace, but I'll give you the contrarian take right away, which is because I spent some time playing around with it. This is not sufficient for games, right? So for, for game assets and that are, that are NFTs, there's mm -hmm. so much more that goes on with the asset other than what, you know, the metadata is that's in, that's a part of the NFT. So a good example is Zed Run, right? So that popped last year. And what happened in Zed Run is, yes, you had a horse and it had like a, a genotype um, and it had, 
you know, basically like its generation and, you know, whether it was a Genesis or a legacy. Um, but what you didn't know was the horse's racing stats or the horse's breeding stats, all of that okay. was on chain. So I think that there's like a whole other layer of opportunity here. Oh, so that was off chain. That yeah, data? That, that data is actually off chain because otherwise you you would sort of know which horses were the best and it would all it would all be on chain, right? They they wanted to keep some of that discovery as to how good is my horse as a racer, how good is my horse as a oh, breeder. Oh, interesting. And I think Got we're gonna it. see some of that is gonna happen. I mean, that's that has to happen with games, right? You can't just make everything transparent on the blockchain. Right. Um, and so that that sort of layer um, on the GameStop marketplace is is what's missing. I think it's an opportunity for builders. Got it. Okay, interesting point, Restivo. So let me comment quickly on that and let's go to more hands i see uh uh ami uh, i'm hearing some static on my on my voice are you all hearing that thumbs up thumbs down no you're good okay good um so w what's interesting about and i just posted a uh a poll so please uh, let us know what you think about that i said have you transacted on layer two yet arbitrum optimism loopring immutable x etc would love to see what everyone's thinking about this because this is essentially what we're talking about here. Um, now, I actually went in and tried this this morning. So signed up for an account on GameStop's uh, NFT marketplace. And I tried to get uh, fiat or crypto into my wallet and I couldn't do it. Um, I used the credit card, debit card option. Um, and I, I tried to use wire and the other solution. It literally just failed. And so, you know, we clearly have UX problems still. Um, where you just can't get, you know, money into your uh, layer two wallet, which is frustrating. Um, Ami, go ahead. Hey, Ryan, thanks for having me up. Um, I just yeah, kind of want to touch. By. Thank you. I just wanted to touch on Immutable X because I am very familiar with Immutable X. I have used it for so this, this is what I so I first started with on Immutable X using the HRO cards. So like basically, you go to, you can buy the NFT trading card from Walmart. It's kind of like a Pokemon card. You can scan the back of the card, and it becomes an NFT. Did you literally buy it at Walmart? Yes. Wow. Okay. It's, it's an amazing way to onboard your kids. That's that's kind of what I'm doing, getting my kids into trading through this. It's amazing. So, um, so anyway, you scan the back of the card. Um, it instantly goes to an NFT on HRO's platform, which uses Immutable X. And they also have, you know, you, I'm sure you mentioned Gods Unchained as a card game on Immutable X. But there's a lot more heading to Immutable X, like with, with VV, Disney, you know, and VV has Pokemon, and that, that they're able to have a card game on Immutable X. <laughs> I am extremely bullish on Immutable X. That's because exciting. Of that. Yeah, very. Okay. So you, you've been using it for a while. And, and what do your yeah. kids make of it? I, they, they, they love it. It's just, it's innovative. I mean, so they're not quite up to speed on it yet. They don't really understand what they're really doing yet. But, you know, in two years, they're gonna look back and be like, "Dad, thank you so much for showing me this this early." You know, the fact that, you know, I knew what was going on early. So, it, or, or it, they're it, gonna say, "Dad, thanks for losing me all my money. I, appreci <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> thanks for making me a gambler. Thank you. <laughs> the true that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen, by the way. But just uh, putting out that counterpoint. Um, it's just a fantastic way of just showing them the basic fundamentals of the market and how the market works. That's yeah. my whole idea behind it. I love it. Interesting. Thanks for sharing that. I, I love hearing the firsthand experience. I actually sat with my 11 year old and watched um, the trailers for a lot of the games, um, you know, uh, Guild of Guardians, uh, Gods Unchained. And he, he's, he's like, oh, I want to play Guild of Guardians. That looks interesting. 
Um, so, you know, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, let's go to Josh. Yeah, no, I figured I'd talk on the L2 solutions. I think right now we're very early and you always kind of get this triangle where you get to pick two of three. You can pick fast, you can pick get secure and you can get cheap, right? So it, none has all three. Ethereum is the most secure, but it's kind of slow and pretty expensive. Um, right now, I, I always think of these things coming from a network effect it, where everything's a little bit of a two-sided market. I think that Polygonmatic is just drastically winning this competition, It mainly because of Ryan Watt. Like their level of biz development is so large. I mean, they're probably tell us about tell us about that person. So Ryan Watt runs uh, Polygon. I think he's like CEO or president or something like that. And he's just really, really good at making connections. So he, he hmm. got Starbucks in with like Adam Broman and you know got buy in from Howard Schultz, the founder of Starbucks. They have Mercedes. They have a, uh, you can kind of go down a list of almost every corporate entity that is entering into the NFT ecosystem, like Mercedes, Kia. Like you know, you kind of go down this list, and wow. they are dominating like ten to one ratio to anyone. Now, Immutable is interesting because you got Vaynerchuk. He's an investor in that. Their largest amount of volume is book games by far on Immutable X. Like Vaynerchuk is very closely tied into that it, when you're looking at the back end of things. It, but the reality is, I think that it, right now we're going to see Polygon and Matic win this race by a lot. And when you think about these things, it, it's really a fucking pain in the ass to kind of transfer it, your money from ETH to something else. And so you right. want a network it, where you can kind of keep your money on. So like my, not, not at all financial advice, but just it, where I'm seeing the growth going is definitely Polygon and Matic. And, it, Ryan Watts like a good dude, a friend, like he's a nice guy and he just kind of understands the nuance of that aspect of things. It, um, but what I do think that's even more important than all of this is I think that people are so drastically underestimating the scale of gaming. It, so mm -hmm. like when you think about it, uh, like the NFT ecosystem, it, it it doesn't have that much volume. We might have like $40 billion in NFT sales in like a lifetime and or maybe it's like 60. I mean, it's not that much, yep. it, but Mobile games have about $180 billion of volume per year. So what we're going to see is games are going to drive the next flow of volume because digital ownership in gaming will expand the total addressable market for gaming Amen. from like $180 billion probably to like a trillion. That's like something I'm really big on. So, so exciting. I love so it. Thanks, Josh. Um, I appreciate you pointing out Ryan as well. I, I just DM'd him. I, I guess he follows me. So I'm going to say, hey, man, let's meet. I want to really go deep on uh, what's going on on Polygon. Um, so I appreciate you pointing that out. Maybe we can get him on the show. Um, and if you know him, Josh, feel free to, to ping him and say, hey, why don't you come to the Daily Dose and let's talk. Um, you know, as Ami said, uh, like onboarding our kids, and I think I'm going to actually try to do this with my kiddos and say, let's just start playing some Web3 games. Like, I don't know, let's play chess uh, on Immutable Game. Like, let's play Guild of Guardians. Like, uh, let's, see, let's see what this is like, and I'll, I'll let you know how that user experience goes. Um, Interesting that, uh, John, I see you in a second. I'm just going to uh, report how that poll is doing. I think it's closed now. We had 107 votes. Uh, yes was the winner. A lot a lot of you, 65% of you, have transacted on Layer 2. That's awesome. Man, y'all are so early. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Way to go. 27% uh, 27 said no, but would like to. And only 7.5% said no, don't plan on it. So thanks for participating in that poll, y'all. Uh, let's go to John. Yeah, just real quickly. I want to share two interesting tidbits about this conversation. First one is that App Store, or I guess um, 
transaction revenue on mobile devices, 70% of those, 60 to 70% of those are from gaming related expenses and charges. So you can imagine how big of a market gaming is and what that could do to the NFT ecosystem. And then Polygon, just for context, has raised $450 million according to Crunchbase. So just two numbers to keep in mind when we're having these conversations. It's a chunk of capital. Uh, say how do those birds in the background by the way <laughs> i'm on a walk but i took the airpods <laughs> out so hopefully it's better <laughs> it, it is better man airpods are terrible for spaces like i used to use them and they're the worst um yeah so i normally wired headphones but today i went for a walk and amen you I know now i know <laughs> i support you being in nature well done um Thanks. all right i think we're going to move on to the next topic y'all um i think very interesting to to, to look at what's going on uh, with L2 gaming, uh, GameStop, uh, you know, immutable. These are, these are juggernauts. Um, and it's exciting to see the space evolve and move towards this gaming, uh, um, storyline. Uh, we got a nerd alert, woo, woo, nerd alert. Um, let's hey, deep, uh, I can't, let's the voice of DeFi. Why don't you play us a nerd alert sound? You got it. Just, let's see. How about, uh, this isn't very nerdy, but I'll, I'll be prepared next time. <laughs> oh my god let's do metal that's <laughs> <laughs> great that's not at all what i expected it, no uh, it's not it's not a nerd alert sound at all i mean metal oh, isn't but uh, okay I'll, let's but uh, i'm gonna cue it up i'm gonna say time for nerd alert and then you can do the sound ready all right time for nerd alert Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Okay, I, had, thanks. I had a visual, and it was very much Beavis and Butthead headbanging. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. Okay, so the nerd alert term for today is layer two. You know, what is layer two? We're talking a lot about it uh, with uh, the GameStop marketplace and Arbitrum, et cetera. So layer two, people often say L2 is essentially a collective term, and it describes a specific set of Ethereum scaling solutions. So ETH scaling solutions and a layer two is really a separate blockchain that extends Ethereum and inherits the security uh, guarantees of Ethereum. Um, as you all know, there's kind of a trilemma problem uh, with Ethereum and scaling is one of those. And uh, L2s help a lot with that. Um, a lot of us, I, I hate to say it, but I, I'm pretty much an ETH maxi. I try not to be, um, but I, I think... Um, I'm a big believer that we're probably going to do most of our transacting on L2. Um, so, but you know, we'll see how this shakes out. We got a lot of good L1s that are battling as well. You know, Flow, Solana, et cetera, et cetera. So, we'll see how it shakes out. Up, um, oh, I see a quick hand from Don Father. Welcome, GM Ryan. I uh, GM GM. What's on your mind? And, uh, you, you said pretty much the same thing that I was thinking. Um, I'm an ETH Maxi as well. Uh, I do use layer twos every now and then. Um, however, I probably don't use them as much as I should uh, <laughs> with everything that's coming out. Um, I know. Same here. I need to get on there and just transact more. Exactly. Um, you know, because there's there's just so much opportunity out there. Um, but it's just hard to get, you know hard to get away from uh, you know the mainnet and uh, you know have the, that's that security and that safety net you know is really the main reason that i you know transact typically on eth i know amen cool thanks for stopping by appreciate it uh, i want to say yep. hi to some friends in the, in the audience shira up oh, shira's hopping on stage nice to see you shira what's, what's up 
it's morning here. I'm getting ready. Jumping in the shower. <laughs> are you uh, are you, are you doing spaces while showering? Uh, no, I can't do that. Unfortunately, that can be problematic. I, I've actually tried that, y'all. It's not. <laughs> oh my god, you've done it, Mac. Um, I have a question. Hey, Mac, what's up? I saw Mac at the Halloween party. Dead fellas, that was fun. Um. I have a question. Is layer two is like avalanche layer two? Or like No, Avalanche is a layer one. Yeah. It's an alt it's an alt alt layer one. So an alternative. And polygon layer. is layer one too. No. Polygon is layer two. This See, is actually a good little learning lesson. Yeah. Uh, Mac, why don't you just like explain briefly the the uh the landscape? There's so many chains. So um polygon if you think about when, I guess we were kind of like educating folks, um, but we were pointing people to Polygon when ETH gap, gas prices were so high because a lot of people wanted to onboard, but they couldn't really afford to pay for the transactions. So layer twos were basically supporting Ethereum ecosystems, but that's why you have that hidden folder in your uh, OpenSea where like it's the same wallet. You can access it. You can move it to ETH if you want. You can sell them in Ethereum. But they essentially are like a free version or, or cheaper version of an NFT that you wouldn't pay as much gas for, right? The, the transaction cost on Polygon is way lower. So it's supporting the same network. You can move them back and forth. It costs a little bit. But ultimately, um, it was a solution that came early. Or I don't know if it was built as that solution, but that was what it ended up being for people who didn't want to uh, transact with the high gas prices. So we don't see people using it as much in that way because Ethereum's gas prices have come down a lot. I remember opening my wallet when I minted my crypto citizen and the gas was almost $700. Yep. And so we don't Ouch. see that. Yeah, we don't. It, it went down to like 350 but it was still like when I opened my wallet, I was like, um, this is free, you know, <laughs> but um, it's not free. Um, yeah, no. But but ultimately, um, they started to grow their network. And so I remember earlier in the year, they, they're launching six different chains, like individual chains that have their own uh, intention and own white paper. Oh, that's right. Like there was yep. some for enterprise, yep. like like various verticals. Yeah. So so they're basically an, an alternative, like an uh, Ethereum compatible alternative that has a very, very low transaction cost. And so a lot of the brands that are coming in are using it because it means that for their customer base, because a lot of them are thinking about like, like specifically Starbucks, thinking about how to imagine that gift card that you would give your friend. Imagine like, you know, early in Twitter spaces, people would actually post the code for their gift card and like give people free coffee, right? They're going to be able to do that natively in that ecosystem without this massive cost associated to each individual person wanting to like grab a free coffee from a friend. Right, because they're tokenizing their, you know, sort of like rewards program. Right. So, in order to keep those sorts of programs efficient um, from a cost perspective, they use the chain that doesn't have the, the high transaction costs. And Polygon's sort of a really big network. They're doing a lot on the gaming side because there's going to be many, many transactions, lots of people accessing it, and you want to keep the cost low. Yep. I don't know if that's Love helpful. But yeah, yeah, no. So, Thanks, man. So, AVAX is. Or Avalanche is like an alternative that does not, it's not compatible, but OpenSea will be um, providing Avalanche NFT soon. And you'll have to change in your wallet, you'll have to change your network. Um, so you can't move them in and out 
um, I think maybe there'll be a bridge in the future, but those ecosystems are very like separate in that way. Yeah, you can't. Uh, Solana is a completely different L1, um, you know, compared to uh, an Ethereum or uh, Flow, etc. So appreciate. Yeah. Mac, thanks for breaking that down. I'm sure. And even Solana, you need, you need an entirely different wallet. That's like a, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I know because when I was working for Avalanche, I was like setting that up. So yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> There you go. No, well, thanks for coming by. Appreciate it. Thanks. Cool. Yeah, please stick around here. Thanks. All right, uh, Gina, I see your hand. Go for it. Yeah. I, I, speaking of L2s, I remember you know, and being an ETH maxi, you know, the Bankless guys who are like you know, great podcast two ETH maxis. One of the best things you know, last year when I was into their podcast, they said get off of L1 and get onto L2 as soon as possible. You know, I remember last year I was on Compound. I, I use DeFi. Like I pretty much live off of DeFi. Like if I need money, I'll, I'll supply ETH into, you know, Avalanche, into, into um, Aave or Compound or some sort of DeFi protocol and then borrow USD against it so that that way I don't have to spend my, uh, I don't have to ever, I don't have to ever sell, um, and uh, I don't have to ever sell any um, uh, ETH or any, any, any asset at all um, because I can always just borrow against it. And obviously you have to, you know, keep your leverage not crazy. And, you know, during the peak of when gas was crazy, like if I wanted to, you know, borrow against or do any sort of transaction on compound, I might have to pay five hundred dollars, seven, you know, four hundred, you know, three figure three figures in gas. Whereas like if you're on Polygon, I know right? yeah. <laughs> if you're on Polygon, um, you know, it might be pennies, right? If you're yeah, it's Polygon, almost free. Yeah, it's almost free. That's amazing. And like another quick point I wanted to make, maybe this is a side. One trend I've been noticing lately now that macro is driving everything is that now they're all these like kind of overnight macro experts. I don't know if anyone else is noticing this, but people are like, oh yeah, yeah well, they're everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, world's gonna do this, and you know this is what the dollar is gonna do. And it's like if you have a history, if you had a history of reliably predicting the price of oil or what the dollar was gonna do, or what the Fed was gonna do, you'd be like swimming in, you know, through a pool of money, like squeezing the duck style. <laughs> you know, like, like I feel like everyone should couch everything like here's where I think things are gonna go, or like here's where I'm hearing, here's where things might go. But sometimes in these spaces, people just kind of come and start being like, oh well, you know, oil's gonna do this, and you know, by March, you know, like. By March, the dollar is going to be. It's like okay, well, go out and make that. Bet yeah, and, you know, never have to work again. I agree <laughs> with that. Be careful who you listen to, y'all. Um, it, it it is pretty funny. That's why I, I I'm so thankful that I get to get on all these calls with these famous family offices. Uh, for you know, there a lot of them are LPs and 121G, and you know, these are folks that you know are deploying tens of millions of dollars. You know, their families are worth you know a billion dollars, and when when they tell me macro trends and the way they see it, I listen. Um, and I hear you on that, Gene. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's go to one more comment. Let's go to cuts.soul, and then uh, we'll go from there. Before you say hello, cuts, um, just want to call out some fun things happening in the comments. Uh, James, which is at J at James Rogers, posted a picture of the original Game Boy, and he says, "Did someone say original Game Boy?" I love that. Um, and uh, Don Tapioca says, "GM fam, good to see you." And uh, let's read a couple more of these. Uh, Katarina, which is at uh, Anna Reed. I can't say that. But at Katarina said, I spent my whole weekend anxious about today's spaces. So many interesting topics and cool poaps and giveaways getting better and better. Don't be anxious. We'll, we'll take care of you. Just keep coming to the show. And uh, we'll, we'll take care of you. All right. Cuts. Soul over to you. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I like to say I really like Archibald and what they're well, not really Archibald. I really like the magic treasure dial ecosystem, what they have. Uh, going I haven't 
I haven't paid attention in a while, actually. It is, it is really. How, how's it going over there? Actually, I kind of bailed out. I, <laughs> I got out. <laughs> That's how it's going. I actually got burned. I was really into like, uh, like there's a game called Life. It was pretty much going to be like the life and death of like an NFT. I know that and was like, so interesting. Yeah, but then they just end up may come to Dow. So I kind of, you know, it turned me off of the entire treasure dial whole ecosystem but i will say the idea of a decentralized gaming publisher mm. i believe that is right there it's like that's golden and especially yeah. if you can create a game that's actually like really playable man that would be that would be would be gamer. fascinating right yeah that's an interesting point thanks for pointing that out um we will see what happens uh you know with gaming and DAOs in the future i I think it could work, but I, I actually, my company Treehouse for a period of time was essentially run like a DAO. Um, this was probably back in two, this is probably 2011, no, 2012. And we, we basically used a system where folks could vote uh, for, they, they, they would create a proposal and the people would vote on it. And if it passed, then we would do it as a company. And it was really hard to, to lead the product and have vision. Um, it was interesting, but it was hard to get things done. Um, so I, I'm, I, I'm, I think the jury's out for me on whether DAOs could effectively build products. Um, I think they're great at investing, but you know, let's see how that shakes out. Thanks for coming by cuts.soul. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to, let's go to Mex hand and then I want to go to the next subject. Yeah. Just to touch on DAOs producing products. Um, I think it's, an, it's an, <laughs> it's impossible to do anything when your DAO isn't structured right. And and right is such a subjective word, but like the, the DAO structure is a spectrum. So you kind of like write the contract however you need to write it. Every DAO doesn't need to give full governance to its community. But I'm a FWB member and they did this like matcha drink, which I thought was cool. Um, we've seen the ape water, um, yeah. you know, like there's there's different ways to do it effectively, but I, I think it you have to reel the governance in, right? When yeah. the decision-making process delays productivity, it's not, it, it won't, you know what I mean? It won't sustain. And so I think like, we'll see more uh, iterations of this. I think, um, I know uh, Dead Fellas is thinking about doing Dow of the Dead and it, it really depends on the project and, and yeah. the ecosystem of how they work without bringing governance into play and then you know, figuring out the right solution for how decisions get made. Yep. Totally agree. Yeah. There's obviously going to be a moon words, but Dow. So we'll see how, uh, that kind of shakes out. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, a lot of fun comments coming in. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate y'all keep those comments in. I'm reading as many as I can. Um, uh, in, in, in the end, wag me, says uh started listening to get the poaps but the show is actually very interesting and informative kudos <laughs> i appreciate that thanks we, we you know we work hard we're trying to deliver value to y'all all right let's move to the next subject and keep this thing cranking um time for hey DeFi, uh the voice of DeFi. let's let's come up with another um sound clip this one's gonna be for poppin projects so i'll give you a second and then uh give us a shout when you're ready I think I'm already ready, even though this will probably be used for nerd alert in the future. Okay. All right, everybody. It's time for Poppin' Projects. <laughs> I love it. 
that thank you appreciate it. um that, that pop, is nerd alert <laughs> yeah that does feel like nerd alert we'll, <laughs> for nerd alert but hey you know yeah we'll maybe we'll swap in the future so right and and, and poppin project is my super lame name for the segment so if anybody comes up with a better name like please tell me so um poppin project for the day this is a project that i'm thinking about um of course if i'm thinking about it you know either i'm buying into it or i'm thinking about buying into it so do your own research. Don't take this as financial advice. All of the normal caveats, uh, but it's called Lost Miners. And um, a, a good friend of mine, Frenchie, uh, who I met through Proof, uh, he was like a proof whale. I think he had like ten proof passes. Um, and uh, he 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 runs a uh, an organization called Block Packs. And he said, "Hey, I'm doing this thing called Lost Miners." And I dug into it and read the white paper, and I was like, "Wow, this is so cool!" Uh, and it's verifiably the last uh pfp project on proof of work um it's just interesting um super affordable price to get into so i just thought i'd ping you and say i'm thinking about it doesn't mean to buy but you know it, it, if you read the white paper you might find it interesting um and uh mech if you could post that or pin that tweet uh under the poppin project appreciate it um I think you linked to the page but i, I found a tweet oh you did cool cool appreciate it um, so that's Poppin' Project. That y'all, I think this is just gonna be a quick, hey, I'm thinking about this project. Um, and we can always discuss it, but I don't know if there's a, a need to discuss that project right now. I uh, just want to put it on your radar. Uh, yesterday was Art Gobblers. Um uh, that worked out if if you were able to get in on that. Um, so uh take it or leave it. That's the poppin' project for the day. Um, let's move on to our discussion topic. So I think this one's gonna be pretty meaty, uh, because it's 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 about what happened with Art Gobbler's allow list. So here is the topic for discussion. Uh, as you know, everyone is chatting about the Art Gobbler's and the allow list, right? Um, the project was a free mint. Um, it quickly skyrocketed to, I think, all-time high was maybe 15 ETH. Uh, I think it's around 12 now. Um, you know, it's causing a lot of discussion about who's on the allow list, how'd they get on the allow list. And as you all know, I was on the allow list. I did two calls with the team. Um, uh, you know, did some sort of uh, strategic work with them on on messaging and and uh, was just a listening ear. And so they said, "Hey, here's a couple of allow list spots. Great, I got them. I'm not going to sell those. So I, I don't want you know any of you to be my exit liquidity. So we're just going to hold those. So the question is, what is the best allow list mechanic for NFT projects? Um, you know, I want to hear people's thoughts on this. Like, what's a healthy allow this mechanic how do we get people on allow this in a way that's healthy that's good for the space that's good for potential holders uh i saw the voice of DeFi. go ahead gosh i'm so I, i've been like waiting for you to come up with this topic <laughs> i thought this topic was, needs to be discussed good go for it <laughs> so and you the way you phrase the question it's a good way is how should we do the allow list not just was what happened yesterday was that bad but how would be the right way to do it and I'm not kissing up with you with what kissing up to you with what I'm about to say, um, because I know you've got something in the works. And in my mind, you have to have you know some amount of participation in the community beforehand. I would like to see that, and you know something like a PO app <laughs> that's given during spaces, maybe daily, Monday through Friday, um, every morning. Uh, we could call it daily dose. Any, <laughs> any, <laughs> just as an example. Right. Just an example. But I really do. I mean, like I said, I'm not just trying to say like the way that you're slowly starting to build something, which to be clear, I, I don't know what you're building, but um, it's obvious kind of you're laying the groundwork for it. 
And I'm not trying to kiss up, but I really do think that is a good way because it allows people to be in the community because they want to be in the community, not because they think I can get this for free and it'll be 10 ETH tomorrow and I'll be able to flip it, not because of somebody having an amazing amount of influence over the Web3 space. Instead, it's like, hey, you're here, you show up every day or you show up a lot of days and therefore you deserve something in return. That more sense to me for an allow list spot rather than you've got a hundred thousand followers and you're going to be able to move this project quite a bit so got here's it. a cool thank you the voice i appreciate you man um and thanks for your kind words but it's interesting to hear like you're thinking all right community engagement in a non-grinding feel um that could sort of summarize it that way thanks for for commenting on that uh mech i see your hand and then if you call it the next person please yeah, this one, there's a lot of hands, so I'll be quick. Um, I agree with what the voice of Nephi said. I think the distinction is what are you trying to accomplish with the project? Because that's going to determine who you bring in. So it's like if you are trying to entice people to tr to trade and flip, like you, you would bring in, you know, the people who grind the most, right? So you'd make it like an obstacle course where, you know, they've got to, promote your project right they gotta tweet out or retweet or whatever and then you let them mint 10 but if you're trying to develop a community it would be more along the lines of what you know was just mentioned um participation people like i have a list of people who want to help and that's the only list i have right now right i've been <clears throat> doing small things not really explaining why but the people who respond are the people who are going to be on that list. And so you know that those are the people who are most interested in helping and the in intention won't be for them to get an asset that they sell because they're actually going to want to hold it. They're going to want to be part of whatever's going next. Right. So I think you have to think about like, what are you trying to do? If you're trying to, you know, get a lot of hype and you want people to be trading, then the approach is different. Got it. No, I appreciate that. Uh, could you call the next hand for us, please? Yep. We're going to go to Restivo. Restivo. Actually, I'm going to throw it to Gossamer because um, I think I saw their hand first. You're kind. Thank you. Oh, and, uh, hey, Goss, before you go, I uh, just pinned the the uh, poll. So this is a 10-minute poll. Throw your answers in. Thanks, everybody. Gossamer, hello. Hey, can you hear me okay? We, we can. You sound great. Oh, Welcome. perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I always have a lot to say about Allow List. Um, I feel like... Um, you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about what makes sense, especially for my own projects. And I think like, although that there are, there are ways to incentivize like grinding, um, you know, especially if you want, if you want your project to, for some reason, have a lot of flippers in it, which I honestly don't see as being something valuable long-term for any project, regardless of what your product is. Um, I always feel like it's, it's best to try and retain um like gain and retain the people that you want to be holding these pieces long term like from the get-go um if you want a healthy project um it, it means that you may not have a lot of secondary volume um because people will be like holding the heck out of your your pieces but i feel like that is definitely an important play um, love it and to do that i think it's important to um to make things um, as random as possible, um, not not just completely random, but also um, you know making sure that you are incentivizing folks who have been followers of your projects. If you made previous work, 
um, if there's some way to incentivize them, for example, if they already hold some of your tokens or if like what you're doing with the POAPs, Ryan, I think that's a good good idea. And, and having a mix of that and then something that's public that is completely random, I think is really fair. And then spending time to ensure that it's debotted and things like that. And and I feel yeah. like all, all those types of all those different things combined really help create something um, that's fair and healthy, like distribution of tokens to people who are allowed to mint um, without, you know, fully incentivizing people who are just friends who helped out with your project. I've done that as well, but it was a very, very, very small percentage um, like of pieces yep. that went out in some kind of allow list just because you helped. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the most fair. And I, I'm not sure what happened with Art Gobblers, but it sounds like a lot of people pitched in in some way and got white li like allow listed somehow and yep. and people are being kind of salty about that especially yeah. since it was a free mint and it's worth and a it's lot worth of money. a lot yeah, yeah thanks Gosmer. appreciate your thoughts you know it, it sounds like you're if i could summarize you're saying you know it, it like incentivize genuine um engagement with a community of people that you really want to hold your project long term so I, I appreciate you uh thinking this through and, and you have experience you've built real projects and you have real holders and i value your your opinion uh mech who's next we're gonna go to hunter hunter hello welcome it was restiva restiva was next oh remember my, my <laughs> twitter is winging out i'm sorry like I, i'm seeing all the hands it's all the hands sure. that's right yeah. restiva gave up the stage restiva over to you <laughs> i'm sorry mac i messed up the flow um yeah, I think that, I mean, just to address the elephant, Ryan, you did ask the question perfectly, how should we do this? I think there is nothing wrong with pro providing allow less spots to believers, uh, people, even if they're people who can amplify, I, I think that's, that's totally in play. And this wouldn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation, you know, if this would, if the floor was a little bit different, but I, I think a lot of people I saw a lot of people salty yesterday and it just felt like a moment where like, the, like this space, like, man, where's like MTV right now? Cause it just feels like th this is like the perfect MTV show of just like people need drama in the space. The space <laughs> being 24 seven isn't yeah. enough for people like tr trading 24 seven isn't enough. We need to just layer on more drama, like, more drama. <laughs> anyway, that's my take. I love it. Thanks for Steve-O. Uh, appreciate you uh, being polite as well. Yielding your spot to Gossamer. Uh, Mac, who's next? Okay, let's try this. We're gonna go to Punter, Sadiq, NY Doorman, and then we'll keep going. Great. Punter, back to you. Hey, GM everyone, and, and thanks for getting me off. I, I, I was last on stage yesterday for the doxing topic, so maybe I'll be able to come back to that one day. But but to, to this to this topic here, and by the way, great comments from everybody on the stage uh, ahead of me. Um, real quick, it's funny when you say, what's the best, quote unquote, best allow list mechanic? And, and Ryan, you know, it's, what's quite interesting is like, what does best really mean? Does best mean fair? Does best mean best for the community and, you know, most randomized as Gossamer was alluding to? So it's really, you know, you really have to dive into the nuance of it. I do ultimately think a lot of it is based on demand. And, you know, I think what the way that Moonbirds handled that, especially with addressing the bot issues, was really well done. And I, I just, I, I would say that. And then the last point I want to make is, what a lot of people, what we found out on, on CWC uh, spaces this morning is a lot of people who got art gobblers were not necessarily quote unquote influencers. Uh, a lot of people for months have been grinding in the discord 
and we're just normal people like a lot of us in this space. So, um, you know, before you cast harsh judgments about, you know, and paint a broad stroke approach to what happened with Art Gobblers, just know that I think they did the best that they could with the circumstances they had to, to spread yeah. it around. Yeah, here you Thanks, Punter, for stopping by. I appreciate it. Um, quick comment, and then we'll go to Sadiq. Um, I, I just deeply believe in rewarding uh, like your true community, the people who really um, show up and put in the effort, not grinding, but who participate because they're passionate about it. Um, and on that front with the mechanic POAP, uh, the mechanic, the POAP mechanic that we're working on, uh, you know, I'm actually working with some devs, um, uh, on the Twitter API to see if we can more pro, uh, programmatically award, uh, POAPs. And, and so just so you all know, I'm working on that. Like, I really do want to reward people who are here right now, uh, you know, not passing off the clues in a discord or Twitter DMS. And so that's in the works and, and we'll get there. Um, and just, just so you know, like if you're here and you're really participating, you will win. Um, and, uh, and, and we'll make sure that happens. You know, we're not going to let people game the system long-term. And like I said, we're going to be doing, you know, 230 plus shows here. So there's a lot of time to iterate and, and learn how to, how to, how to get the, the real community, uh, the rewards here. So, um, let's go to Sadiq. GM, GM, daily dosers. Good afternoon from Portugal. GM. everybody. Uh, so, uh, regarding this topic, um, a lot of this has been said already, and I think that everything that's been said makes all the sense in the world. Uh, the The engagement of the community is very important, although sometimes it's it's it may not be possible for a lot of people that do like the projects to be around as much as they can, because not everybody's 100% dedicated to Web3. Uh, I know that a lot of people don't like this um this application meta that just uh, is going through at the moment right now. But I'll be honest, I I'm like, I know, whoever follows me or whoever sees me around here, I'm sure that you guys understood already that I'm not an influencer. I'm not a, a big name in the space. I just try to be here every day and be kind and helpful every day to everybody that I'm around with. Uh, and I did in the end end up signing signing up for for a couple of these applications always thinking that hey i'm going to sign up because uh, i don't have money to make plays right now so i'd rather spend some money dedicated to some some apl applications and um funny enough uh, i got a few i i i don't know if if i can talk about it or not um but if i ryan just be vague yeah. Okay. So I got a few of the of the main projects that are going around right now. I I I, I applied. I had one one calls with a lot of people, and then I got the feedback that I was accepted. So for me, this is a good way for a project to understand. Uh, of course, everybody can lie and everybody can just write whatever they want, but. Uh, if you really are honest about yourself and about what your goals are in the space and what your goals are in terms of the communities you search for, uh, this is con uh, connecting to, for example, the PO apps that we've been doing here and that you've been kind enough to allow us to have and to collect for further uh, things in the future. Um, being a part of the community and this application meta, I mm. think that uh, it's a good idea. Uh, because Kind of a it, mix of them. Yeah, because you end up finding people that indeed uh, may be important to help you develop the project down the lane rather than just writing a few lines in Discord in the middle of uh, another 10,000 people where all your speech just goes lost because everybody's writing at the same time. 
um, this 1-1. Of course, it takes extra demand and extra effort from the teams, but uh, if they are indeed building something for the long term, this kind of effort is very important for them to secure the kind of people that they want around. Yep. That's my no, I agree on. with you. Thank you. Yeah, and I think you're right. It's it, it's it's a nuanced mix of these things. Um, not uh, there. Pro- there isn't one answer uh, that's going to perfectly solve all this. Um, so, and and there's a lot of good uh, comments actually um, uh, uh, that you all are posting and saying, well, actually, a mix of these things w- would be great. Um, you know, uh, for instance, what about application with a lockup period, or, or what about some PO app plus some application? You know, and I think there probably is a good mix that that could get to the best spot. Um, so I am just updating our PO app mint period. Um, okay, ready for our final clue on the PO apps. You ready? It is which fictional spy is also known as 007? Uh, the answer is just the last name, only lowercase, uh, like Carson, right? So the question is which fictional spy is also known as 007? Uh, the answer is just the last name, only lowercase. So just a reminder, the first question, uh, it's it's just a four-digit number. Um, and the second answer is just the last name, lowercase. And there's a space in between. No hash, no no dash, uh, just a space in between. Good luck. Uh, post in the comments if you're able to get that amazing Jeremy Fall uh, Poe app. Appreciate him a lot. While we... Hopefully, have you all minting Po apps? Um, let's go to the next hand. Um, I'm going to go to somebody. Uh, Mac, who is next? We, yeah, we have a few people who haven't spoken, so I, w- I would like go to, to them. NY Doorman, then Chris Garner and Travi. Great, because hey. we're running out of time. Sounds good. Hey, NY Doorman. Jam, jam. Uh, so I'll make this really quick, just because I've you know had my share, my fair share of you know difficulty with uh, with whitelist and stuff, and I think. It's the, you know, at least for me, the answer is sort of twofold, right? Like if we're going to have an influencer who's going to promote your, your product or your brand or, you know, whatever, then that influencer should almost be looked at as an employee of the project. And similar to how Moonbirds had a period where employees weren't allowed to sell their Moonbirds after the, after their mint. Um, and they had to wait a few days, I believe. Um, I think something like that could be really helpful. And I think it could take some of the heat off of the influencer because if the influencer is being honest and is promoting the project because they believe in its longevity, then they should have no problem not selling it immediately after it, you know, absolutely goes to the moon, right? Yeah. So Lock up. I don't think that that, you know, and I think that that'll weed out the ones who are like, ah, you know what? Like, I don't want you to tell me when I can and can't sell. And that's perfectly fine. That's a perfectly fine response. But I think it would, you know, if you make them wait, four or five days when the market cools down a little bit, they'll still be able to make money. It's just not going to be the same amount and it won't, or it might be, it might even be more like, you know, Moonbirds kept going up after the initial, after yep. the initial mint. And like everyone thought that the pro- that, that it was going to go back down and it just kept going. So like, there's not to say that there's not potential upside. Um, and then I think as it relates to POAPs, I think it's a really good idea. Um, but I would almost use the POAPs almost as like a raffle ticket, right? So that, because sometimes people don't have, like, I don't have time to jump on every single morning at 1030. And like, even now I already missed the first, whatever clue. you just, you just don't love me. That's no, all. Yeah. That's, that's what's Please. really happening here. I spend more time on your Twitter spaces than anywhere else. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you like, too. And I think that, you know, but it's, it, you know, if somebody is just on every single one and they rack up 50 POAPs, 
Like that's also not really fair to somebody who's super involved in their project or their job and can't you're on the other side of the world. So I think looking at those as entry raffle like forms almost so that it's, you know, everyone still gets a, a fair opportunity to, to win. But like the people who were invested more and invested more time because they've been in discord, they've been in on the Twitter spaces, they've been actively showing up, have yeah. a higher chance of winning versus necessarily somebody who just joins the pre-mint the day of and like that's that's their level of involvement yeah no i appreciate those comments and and just so you all know like i am aware that that a lot of folks are busy or or miss um some of these spaces or or, or you know are literally doing work so they miss the clue but they're here so uh, i'm gonna do my best to, to make sure that you get uh rewarded fairly uh we probably only have time for two more comments so mac who is next chris, chris garner and then Travi. All right, Chris Garner. Hello. Hey, Gimat, Yam, and everyone. First time speaking over here. Yeah, welcome. Uh, Thanks for coming by. Passive listener. So I wanted to comment in two stuff. The first one is uh, just sharing a, an idea to you, Ryan. So you, you say something about working with the Twitter API for the POAPs. Maybe you can request your your attendees, your listeners, that they add an uh, ENS name. Like, I, for example, I have chrisgarner.it. So that's my POAP wallet, right? So if I'm listening, then it's, it's going to be easier to drop like the airdrop. Love and that idea. Thank you. No, thanks to you for, for uh, innovating in this space. I know the POAPs have been an issue for everyone to distribute. And the second one is regards to the our goblers uh, allow list. I mean, um, not really to, to allow list, but, but, but I, the thing is that uh, it's really interesting because they created a really amazing white paper explaining the tokenomics details and everything about the distribution, but they didn't like realize, oh, I, I don't know if they didn't, but, but like uh, it's an issue in the sense that uh, the initial amount of token will be low. So I, I knew from start that the sales of the initial sales of the, go, uh, of the gobblers will be really high because of that. And mm. I'm pretty sure like that's, basic information so yeah. it's like like when taylor hobbs released qql everyone knew that that will be high priced because it's Tyler Hobbs. i will say that is the same uh, the, the best mechanic sometimes is just an auction uh dot auction like qql yeah yeah no i i think you might be right there's kind of price discovery mechanics there that you know um the problem is is like the you know most people just there's no way they could ever afford, you know, uh, I think uh, QQL came in at like, was it 18 ETH or 16 ETH? It was just a huge, 14, 14. yeah, I mean, just huge, huge, huge money, right? So that's not my goal, y'all. I mean, uh, that's not going to happen with what we're doing for sure. Um, that price point's just impossible. So um, let's go. I think Travi, you said was was last. So Travi, yeah. you keep it yep. super, super short and sweet, and then we'll close the show. Hey, hey, GM. Yeah, I'll be super fast. Um, so I think people feel like those who weren't around early in Web3 always lose out to the same people. Um, and I, I'm a little bit worried that that could discourage people who either entered Web3 late or feel like they haven't gotten the same breaks. Um, one thing that I would love to see is people kind of bring the onboarding process um, together with the allow list process. Um, I mean, obviously, onboarding is a big issue. And if people are better at onboarding, it's better for the space. Um, and I think that, you know, these projects should realize that there are going to be potential great community members who may not be in Web3 yet. Um, and I think that if you can bring them in, uh, it's a net positive for the space. And especially if you can bring them into exciting projects, um, then you're going to see them stick around. Because um, a lot of people entered, um, you know, based off of FOMO. 
they didn't get into good projects, they got rugged, and they're not going to be active Web3 contributors. Um, so I don't know what the supply, you know, what percentage of the supply would be, maybe only 10, 20%, but I think bringing onboarding and allow list together is kind of a cool idea. Yeah, that is a cool idea. Like, like bring your family, bring your friends, um, folks that are, have, have never created a wallet before. I, actually, I love that idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really think about that. Um, that would be super amazing. Um, unfortunately, we're out of time. Gosh, I, I mean, I could talk all day with you all, but at the same time, I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, I want to be disciplined uh, with this space. So we're going we're gonna to close. But uh, I want to remind you, if you want to get a lifetime Mintify pass, make sure to retweet um, the pin tweet about the Mintify Market Daily Report. We're going to pick another winner tomorrow. Um, and you have to be on the show tomorrow to get that. So don't forget to do that. Um, and uh, thank you so much, everyone, for showing up. I mean, I, it means so much to me that you're here. Uh, I, I just feel so grateful um, that you spend your time with us. So thank you. Um, really appreciate it. Thanks to my co-host, Mech, for helping me uh, you know, keep the ship um, afloat. Um, thank you to Mintify, our, our sponsor, and all of you amazing speakers. I know that a couple of friends we didn't get to on stage. Martin, nice to see you. Apologies we couldn't get to you and, and, and Michael. Um, but we'll get you next time. Uh, everybody, have a lovely, lovely day. A lovely November 1st. Uh, we will see you tomorrow for another Daily Dose. Take care, everybody. See you next time.